I'd like to look at a verse of scripture in the book of Luke, chapter 22, this evening. And uh, we'll have some supporting scriptures for that, but we'll start out in Luke, chapter 22. And uh, we'll, be, we'll see Satan once again here. And we talked about Satan uh, different times. I suppose maybe once upon a time, I thought, well, I could read in the Bible where Satan was, where Satan was used and everything. And it tells us the different times, Satan and everything like that. But I suppose in my ignorance, thought that, well, that was Satan was just back there. And what a foolish thing that is to, to think on. So do you think Satan was real? Do you think he still is real? Do you think he is still here? Do you think he's still active? Uh, he's not cast in the bottomless pit yet for a thousand years. He's not cast in the lake of fire yet. So he's... Uh, used as much now as he was in scriptures where it's so plain. And again, we'll read some scriptures tonight. Satan was here. The devil was here. In our own lives, we don't see a, a letter doesn't come first. Well, Satan's going to be here. Satan's present today or in one of your loved ones. We don't, we don't get that, do we? But that doesn't mean that he's not used. It doesn't mean that he's not real today. Doesn't mean that he's not powerful. So, uh, in uh, Luke chapter 22, and uh, let's start in verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Now we don't, the Lord said that right to Peter. Satan desired to sift you as wheat. We don't have that today. Now we have scriptures and we'll look at scriptures. But again, do you think Satan is still used? Do you think he's still real? Do you think, again, you'll, there'll be a sign pop up, uh, well, Satan's going to be used, you're going to have a trial here, and Satan's going to be used. No, that's not going to happen. But Satan is still uh, here, still a tool being used by God, and that's the way I always want to think of Satan. Yes, he is a power, and, and, and we are powerless against him. If the battle was you and Satan or me and Satan, there would be no battle. But it's the Lord and Satan, as we will see this evening. So here, uh, the Lord tells Peter, and it's for Peter's benefit, but it's for our benefit. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. And in verse 32, we talked about before, but I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. Now this is, I'd never realized this part of it before, but this is kind of Peter's response. When the Lord said, Simon, Satan is desired to have you. Satan is here. He's desired to have you. He's going to be active. There's something going to be happening. And Peter, Peter's response wasn't, well, Lord, I, uh, I'm never going to revert to drinking. I'm talking about some of the things the world looks at 
as, as bad or as sin or Satan's over. Lord, I'm never going to start smoking. Satan's, yes, yeah, Satan's desire to sit me is weak, but Lord, I'm never going to play cards. I've told you some of those card stories. But that's not what he said, was it? Peter's mind didn't go there. He said, I'm ready. Or I, we've talked about that before too. I am ready to go with thee, both into prison and to death. Of course, we see there was Peter's uh, part of his problem. I, I. And we talked about that many times, of course. Verse 34, and he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. He didn't say, Peter, this Satan's going to, uh, uh, Satan's going to be after you this night. And when that rooster crows in the morning as the sun rises or before the sun rises, you're going to deny me three times. And we don't see any indication, well, he's going to have a card game out there. Or he's going he's gonna to start smoking weed. I'm not telling you to smoke weed, although sometimes I feel like the world's about to drive me to that. But, uh, or or uh, uh, Peter, you know, don't do that. That doesn't even come up, does it? That thought's not even there. Now, the religious world will put that thought there. All Satan's going to make you. But he says, Peter, this night, and before that rooster crows in the morning, you're going to deny me three times. So, I want us to, to be aware, yeah, we read this. This happened a long time ago. Satan was real. But I want us to, to think and realize Satan is real. Again, you're not going to have a sign that says, okay, tonight there's some things going to take place and uh, Satan's going to be used. And here's your sign that Satan's going to be used. And, and through this night, Satan's going to be there. And he's desired to sit you as wheat. You're not going to have that. But Satan is real. He's a tool in God's hand, as we talked about uh, several weeks ago. But he said, Satan desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. And he says, but I prayed for thee. So has there been times in your life or life of a loved one that Satan was used? Again, there's not going to be a sign or, or heaven, the clouds, it's not going to be written in the clouds Satan's going to be used on you this day, this night, this year, this month. You're not going to have that. But have there been times? Have you ever thought in times, again, and it could be yourself, it could be a loved one in the lives of a loved one. But have you ever thought, when here it says, but I prayed for you. Have you ever thought you pray to the Father? And Father, I, I pray that the Lord pray for me. I pray that the Lord pray for my loved one. Have you ever, is it real enough that you have those thoughts? It, do you believe Satan is real? Not just back there, but now? The prayer, and again, in darkest hours, you may pray, 
to God, I pray that the Lord Jesus has prayed for me as he did for Peter. Is it that real to you? But now, I want us to notice the Lord's Prayer. When he says, Peter, Satan desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. He said, I prayed for you. The prayer was not that Satan, um, how, that Satan, uh, that this encounter would not happen, this event would not happen. The prayer wasn't, okay, Satan desired to sift you as wheat, but the Lord's prayer wasn't, but I prayed, and that's not going to happen. He's not going to sift you as wheat. That wasn't the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer wasn't that, Peter, you won't have to go through this. That wasn't his prayer. Because that prayer would have been contrary to the will of God. And we know the Father and the Son are one in will and purpose. So his prayer wasn't that Peter wouldn't have to go through this. The prayer was, as verse 32, that thy faith fail thee not when you do go through this. Prayer wasn't to the, that he would be spared from going through this. The prayer was that as he went through this, his faith would not fail. And furthermore, and when they are converted, strengthen the brethren. So the prayer was that this would end in him being fruitful. The prayer was that this would be fruitful. This encounter, it, I don't know what you want to call it with Satan. You call it an encounter. I'm not sure what to terminology to put on that. But the, this event, maybe, I'll call it that, through this event, that Peter's faith would not fail, and he as well as others would be strengthened. That was the prayer. So Peter, well, and we look at, he said he, he said he is a desire to sift you as wheat. And the sifting of wheat if you look at it from the wheat's point of view, it's a violent thing. As they separate the chaff from the wheat and the larvae and the things from the wheat, it's a violent thing if you look at it from the wheat's point of view. And I was thinking about that uh, point of view, and, and I hadn't thought about this for years. We taught about it, and I may, I may uh, study on that again. The point of view, remember the, the, the football tells about certain events? And uh, it was a lot different picture than a fan be looking at something uh, from different events. But anyway, if you looked at this from the wheat's point of view, this was a very violent process. If you looked at it, if you was wheat, if you was a grain of wheat, it's a very violent process that it would go through to be sifted. Something else that uh, might go ahead and mention, it's obvious and, and you know it, but... Satan didn't do this. His purpose wasn't, though, that Peter would be strengthened and that Peter would strengthen the brethren. That wasn't Satan's purpose. Just as we, uh, Joseph and his brethren, remember Joseph's brethren uh, cast Joseph into the pit. And later we hear, you meant for evil, but God meant it for good. And I have no doubt Satan was used back there too, although it doesn't tell. There's no sign that says Satan caused his brother to cast him into a pit, but I have no doubt that he was used. But so here, this was going to be a violent thing that Peter was going to go through when Peyton, Satan was going to sift him as wheat. And the Lord, Lord prayed, but didn't pray that take away this event, take away this experience. He, that's not what the prayer was. Now, we would have the tendency to pray that way, wouldn't we? And I was thinking as I was studying this lesson, I haven't heard more sing it for a long time. Thank you for the valleys. Wonderful song. Say, well, you're a pastor. You're supposed to be strong. Do you thank him for the valleys? Well, I'll tell you this. Whenever I'm in the valley, I have difficulty thanking him for that valley. As I come out of the valley, oh, yes. 
Yes, we see them. We see what we've learned what he, and what we've been taught and everything. So here, the Lord prayed for Peter, but he didn't pray that he won't have this experience. He didn't pray that this event won't happen. He prayed that he would be strengthened and the brethren would be strengthened and that you and I today would be strengthened. That was the prayer. That this event that would be profitable, fruitful, and, uh, well, I'll leave it at that. So, we see the Lord telling that. Again, I, I, you're not going to see it written in clouds or a plane's going to sky riding. You're going to be, uh, Satan's going to be used, going to be tempted at this time, this day, and so forth. But to Peter, it was down, it's going to be this night. I have no doubt there's other times in his life as well. We may look at some of those. So, he tells him. And let's kind of look at the, the uh, sifting maybe in Luke 22. And let's go over to verse uh, 54. This particular sifting. And there was more than this. This was this one night. Then took they him and led him and brought him to the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. Already see something there, don't we? And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the court and were seated together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him. Denied who? Denied the Lord. Saying, woman, I know him not. I, uh, Paul's here for a minute. I've told you this before, confessed this to you before. A very sad time uh, as I look back something that I uh, guess am ashamed of, was ashamed of event that took place no I didn't get a sign Satan's going to tempt you right here on this spot on this day and this hour I didn't see that and even at the time I didn't, didn't see that but there's a man that asked me he's a businessman he asked me a professional question. He said, how have you succeeded in this area when so many other people failed? Rhonda, the first thought that came to my mind, because it was the Lord's will. But that didn't come out of my mouth, David. <laughs> didn't come out of my mouth. I thought, well, you know, he's a businessman. He asked a business question, and I was... Oh, I was going to be so modest. I said, well, you know, I've got good health and all this stuff. I was so modest, you know. But afterwards, in all that time, I thought, why didn't I say? I could have started out, if it was a business question, I could have started out, well, first of all, it's the Lord's will. Now let me tell you about my help and my staff. And but I didn't. And I was, it, it, still, it still bothers me today. In that respect. You say, well, was Satan used? Well, I, I think so. At the time, I didn't think about it, but I think so. Did I deny the Lord? Well, I didn't tell the man the truth. <laughs> Did I learn anything? Well... About, I can't remember the exact time, and I know I've shared this with you before, but it's on my mind as I read this about Peter. I think it was less than a year later, about 10 months if I recall, an unbelievable thing happened. This same man asked me the exact same question, and we were standing about 10 feet from where he asked me the first time. How did you, how did you succeed in this where so many other people failed? And Rhonda, the first thing that came to my mind was the Lord. 
but it didn't come out of my mouth. Again, oh, I was so humble. Well, I've got good help and so forth and so on. Was Satan used there? Looking back, I think so. Did I learn anything? Well, it's not going to happen a third time. The man's dead. So, it, I can't say in that, well, the third, yeah, I learned something. The third time I told him this. Did I learn anything? Yeah, I did. I learned that, that uh, <laughs> in me, there's, there's nothing. There is no good. And, and like Peter, I would have thought that I would have never done that. And it's, it's been a good while ago. It's been many years ago, actually. But I, I would have thought I, I would have never done that because I knew my mind. But anyway, I did. Did I learn something? Yeah, I learned a lot about myself. And But by the grace of God, that's all I would do. So anyway, so I see this in myself as I look at Peter here. Uh, let's see, where to leave off? Uh, verse uh, 56 there. Uh, well, verse 57. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And that was, that was not really different than what I said. I didn't say it that way. I didn't say I didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ or I didn't know God. I certainly didn't give him honor and glory. Verse 58, after a little while, uh, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. That's like me the second time. When the... It's hard to believe at the time. The same man asked me the same question eight or ten months later, about ten feet where he asked me the first time, and I gave the same answer. It's just, again, I learned what, what I am. So Satan was used here. Was the Satan used back there for me? I certainly believe so. 59, after about the space of one hour... Another confidently affirming, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately while he yet spoke, the cock crowed. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, Before the cock crows, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. I don't guess I wept bitterly at that occasion, but I thought about it often. And uh, again, uh, am I thankful it happened? Well, I'm thankful that it showed me what I am to where I uh, look to the Lord for all things. So, uh, he's sit, he, he was told Peter that Satan desired to sift you as wheat. Satan was real then, Satan's real now in your life. In Mark, let's go to Mark chapter 14. And uh, uh, let's go back to verse 26. Mark 14, starting verse 26. We're looking at the same event here. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will not I. And Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, This day, even this night, before the cock crows twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. 
But he spoke more vehemently. If I, there's that I again we talked about before. If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any way. Likewise said they all. Now here it doesn't say Satan was here or anything like that. But he was. It's the same, same thing. But they all felt in their heart. They loved the Lord. They, wouldn't, uh, they, would, they would die. In other words, over my dead body. This won't happen. Every one of them denied him. And we see Peter's account uh, most of all. So don't be, no, don't be deceived into thinking Satan's not real or Satan's still not here. That Satan's still not being used. Uh, and let's, uh, well, let's go all the way over to verse 66 in the same book. And again, it's the same event, but a little different uh, version. And as Peter was beneath the court, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked upon him and said, And thou also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither uh, understand I what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch, and the cock crowed. And the maid saw him again, and began to say unto them that stood by, This is one of them. And he denied it again. And a little later, they stood by, uh, stood by, said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeth with this. But he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom you speak. And the second time the cock crowed, and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus said unto him, Before the cock crows twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he had thought on this, he wept. So here again, Peter what, what do you think was going through Peter's mind? And, and we don't know. We don't know. But, you know, we can, we in our natural state as sinful man, you know, we can, uh, we can justify like that man. I can just try to, just, in my own mind, ease my conscience. Well, he was a businessman asking business questions, you know, I, uh, Peter could have thought, and, and we're not told, this is my, strictly my opinion, so do with it what you want. This is strictly my opinion. Peter could have thought, okay, we know about the Lord, but if, if I say, yeah, I was one of them, they're going to kill me, and what work could I do for the Lord then? So I'll just go ahead and deny him, and then I'll go out here preaching and everything and, and doing wonderful things for the Lord. I don't know what Peter thought, but... I know myself, and I probably could have convinced myself of that as I look back at what I've done in the past. So Peter went through this. And can you imagine, though, the one time he went through this and Peter and the Lord and their eyes met and that cock crowed? But Peter, yet Peter went through this. But the Lord had prayed. Not that he wouldn't go through it. Again, that's what I want to pray. That's what we want to pray. But that's not what the Lord prayed. No, go through it. But the outcome will be fruitful. You'll be strengthened. You'll grow. And others will grow by your word. When thou converted, strengthen the brethren. Uh... Let's go to First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1, and uh, we see this. Well, I wasn't going to read, but let's go back a little bit because it's such a blessing. I, I want to go ahead and read it. 
it's, uh, so this is written to the elect. Uh, and let's, let's start in verse 3. I wasn't going to go back that far, but let's do. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Aren't we blessed by that? The blessed hope, and this hope is not a maybe hope, as our pastor would tell us, but a, a desire with expectation to receive that which you desire. So we have this hope of this resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And in verse 4, to an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. So there's an inheritance. And this inheritance is, is incorruptible. It's not going to rot. It's not going to rust away. It's going to be there. Uh, undefiled, and it fadeth not away. To the, and says it's reserved in heaven for you. Who? What's the you? You who are kept by the power of God through faith and to salvation, ready to be revealed the last time. So, what blessing we have in that, knowing that there's inheritance for us reserved, and it won't rot or fade away. It's there because you're kept by the power of God. So we rejoice in that. But now look at verse six. In this. Ye greatly rejoice, and yes, we do. Though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold trials. So, it was need be for Peter to go through this. Things in your life, Things in loved ones' lives. Oh, we hold on this, this blessings. We know this inheritance and everything reserved in heaven for you. And we rejoice in that. And we have peace in that. But if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold trials. And you know, I, I, again, I'll confess myself again. So I can think uh, many years ago of an incident that uh, never happened, but I worried about it for two years. And uh, at the end of it, <laughs> it was such a blessing and everything. And I thought, okay, I learned. I, the Lord took me through this valley, and, and I learned so much. And now I know and I understand. So he won't have to teach me that again. I got it. <laughs> well, I was wrong. If need be, you're in heaviness to manifold trials. So I've had other trials and tribulations and whatever. Why? Because it was needful. Again, I think the song Mort sings, thank you for the valleys, because through this we grow. Uh, so we see this in, in uh, Peter's life, that this happened and Satan was surely used. Again, He's not through with Satan. He's not locked up yet. He's still real. He's still there, still being used. In uh, John chapter 21, and at first, you might not see this as maybe Satan being used, but uh, maybe it's a place you might not have even thought of it. Gospel John chapter 21. And Satan, again, he is deceiving. He, you're not going to have a sign by God or by Jesus saying, okay, uh, be ready on this date and this time. You're going to be tempted by Satan. He desired to sift you as wheat. You're not going to see that. And when Satan comes, he's not going to say, well, here I'm Satan and here I am. That's not going to be that way as it wasn't here. So John 21 and... Uh, Verse, well, let's start in verse 1 there. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and in, the, uh, and in this manner showed himself. There were together Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel, and Cana of, and, of Cana and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. 
And Simon Peter saith unto them, I go fishing. Jesus, who they spent three or three and a half years with, and they were so dedicated and loved him so much and everything, now he's crucified, and Peter denied him three times. What do they do now? Peter said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going back to the same thing I was doing whenever he called me. I go fishing. And then another sad addition to that, they say unto him, these other men that were there, we also go with thee. And they went forth and entered into a boat immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Was Satan used here? doesn't say it. There's no sign. The Lord didn't say, well, Peter, here it comes again. But the Lord, again, was crucified and everything. And now Peter said, well, shoot. That's all over with. I'll, just, I'll go back to where I was. I'll go fishing. I think Satan was used there. Now, I think the Lord prayed for him again because if he had not, Peter would still been feasting and never had any of this. Uh, so in verse 4, we see the Lord did not let him go. The Lord did not leave it this way. Again, I believe Satan was used. Peter's going back to the same place he was before the Lord called him. They were feasting at that time, if you recall. So Peter was going back. I think Satan was used. Verse 4, so they were in this spot again. Peter said, well, that's all. I'll just go back to what I was doing. But when the morning was come, now come, Jesus stood on the shore. The disciples knew not uh, that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said, said to them, Children, have you any food or any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of the fish. And I like studying that verse as well. We won't tonight. Uh, and uh, therefore... That disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded his fish's coat unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little boat, for they were not far from land, but it was, as it were, two hundred cubits, dragging the net uh, with, with the fish. As soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring other fish, which ye now have caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land, uh, full of great fish, a hundred and fifty and three, and although there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Jesus said to them, Come and dine. And none of his disciples dared ask him, Who art thou? Knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and feast likewise. Now this was the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. So when they had dined, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? More than these. And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that, that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. He said unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, 
Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Before this event here, was Peter going to feed the sheep? Now, for three and a half years, they were used to do that. He said, no, that's all over. I'll go back to where I was. I'll go fishing. I think, I, I, I honestly believe that Satan was used here as well. But the Lord had prayed for him. The Lord went to him and said, uh, uh, you know, in other words, I'll say, well, maybe I don't want to. Rescued him from what he was going back to, from where he was before the Lord ever called him. The Lord rescued him. I'll use the word saved, not saving from the lake of fire. But he saved him from going back to where he was because that's, that's the first thing Peter did. I'll go fishing. But now the Lord tells him about feeding the sheep and everything. And in Matthew chapter 4, uh, And uh, Matthew 4 and and 18, we see the account here. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon uh, called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make thee fishers of men. This is when he called them. And they were fishing. Follow me, I will make thee fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, uh, he saw two other brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a boat with Zebedee, their father, uh, mending their nets, and he called them. So here, this is where he was. This is when he called them. That's what they were doing. And after Jesus died, they went back. Went back to where they were before. Again, I think it was Satan. They weren't, they weren't, for three and a half years, they'd been with the Lord, and the Lord sent them out, and they were teaching and so forth. But they were going back. And again, I think Satan was used there. Uh, but we see, I think Satan was used again when, oh, I'll just go feasting, forget about all the other stuff. Has the Lord prayed for him? Well, he went to him, and he, rescued him from that which he was returning to. So every valley or trial of Peter, the Lord prayed for him. Whether it's recorded or not, we see the end results and Peter was strengthened and we are strengthened. Uh, did Satan desire Job? Yeah, we studied about that, didn't we? Uh, did he desire to sift him as wheat as he did Peter? Well, I said he, he uh, going to and fro, seeking who he may devour, you know, what it said about him. So we see the end result in Job, and I'm going to read that real quick. I know we're about out of time. Uh, uh, the book of Job, uh, chapter, well... Let's go to chapter 40, and then we'll go to 42. But we know the Lord, uh, or Satan, was seeking whom he may devour. And uh, Job was certainly used there. And we know somewhat of all the things that Job went through. And uh, we know that even the weakness that Job went through. And the Lord, uh, no doubt, had prayed uh, for Job. He was going to go through this. But the Lord had the end result in mind, of course. So Job was, he started out strong, and then, oh, no, this shouldn't be happening to me. I'm a just man. This, these things should not be happening to me. It should be happening to the wicked. You remember, he even went so far as to say, well, if there's a, I wish there was a book written in my life, and I'd take it, and, and I'd show God that this should not be happening to me. But he went through these things. And was Satan used? Well, of course, and we see it here. And after he went through these things in, in chapter 40, when he says, Joe, I'm going to give you that opportunity to, uh, to tell me about 
your life and everything, how this should not be happening to you. It should just be happening wicked. I'm going to give you that opportunity. So verse 3 of Job 40. Then Job answered the Lord and said, uh, well, let's go back to verse 2 or even verse 1. Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? You know, we read when we studied it, who is this that darkens counsel without knowledge? This is saying the same thing. He that reproveth God, let him answer it. This is after the Lord had asked him a lot of questions. He said, now, Job, you, here's your chance. You wanted this book written. You, you wanted your audience with God, and you're going to tell him how it shouldn't be happening to you. Okay, here, now tell me what you've got to say. This is after the Lord had taught Job some things. He taught, what did he teach Job? Well, he taught Job who Job was and who God was. And then Job said, Behold, I'm vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay my hand on my mouth. That's a lot. That's a lot to learn, you know. When he's going through all these things. Now, the end, though, as we go into, into chapter 42, Satan was used. We see certainly he was. And Satan didn't mean it for good, but did it work together for good? Well... In verse uh, 5, Job 42, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I whore myself and repent in dust and ashes. I, uh, <laughs> another confession here. I suppose I've prayed more for wisdom knowledge and understanding than anything else and much of the time I'll say Lord but you know, I don't deserve it but, but Arabia does wisdom knowledge and understanding and even more time to study and you know what this little evil mind does well but Lord if you don't care uh, don't give it to me the way you did Job Uh, just, if you don't care, just, just give it to me. And far about this, more time to study, well, if you don't care, don't do it by just making me sick and flat on my back where I can do nothing else. I, I pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, but still, in my mind, that these things go on. That's, that's, that's what I am. And I don't like that part of me. But, we see... The end result here with Job, it did work together for good. And he taught Job things, and he taught us things. And I was going, we don't have time, but was Satan used in Saul of Tarsus? Sure he was. We don't say that, and there's no sign, but surely he was. And even in his life, and, and you looked at things that happened to Saul of Tarsus or Paul, the suffering, the beatings, and the shipwrecks, and, and in prison, all those things. Was Satan used there to tempting? I believe, without a doubt. All Paul would have had to have done was stop preaching Christ. His life, his life was good before that. Had all this great education and honor and glory and, and, and prestige and everything like that. And then he started preaching the Lord and everything was pretty bad. <laughs> all the things that happened to him. Was Satan used? I think so. Again, all he had to do was quit preaching Jesus and his life would have been good again, physically. So uh, we see that all through the scriptures and everything. Uh, so is Satan real? Is he still being used? Has he ever said... He wanted to sift you as wheat. Again, we don't have a sign. We're not told that. I, uh, I wanted to go to Scripture. Don't have those, these vagabond Jews. And Paul and, 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 and the apostles had gone out and was preaching Jesus and, and was healing and so forth like that. So this vagabond Jews, we studied on that many years ago. I need to study on that again. But that, so they was going to do the same thing. They was casting out demons, stuff like that. And you know what the demon said to this one? Said, 
Paul I know, and Jesus I know, and the demons came out and was cast into, into them. So, I, I guess how I want to end, and there's so many more things I wanted to, to read, but has he, or will he, be assigned to sift you as wheat? Can you think of times in your life or life of loved ones? And then the next question, has he prayed for you? I won't take time to read it because we're out of time. But John 17, he prayed for you. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And we read all down through there, this is the prayer of Jesus Christ for you. So, yes, he has. But in our prayers, <clears throat> we think of circumstances and things that happen. And have you ever thought about praying? The Father is Jesus prayed for me, as he did for Peter. Satan desired to, to sift him as wheat, but he says, I prayed for you. So Satan's real. You're not going to have a sign on this date and this time. Be prepared. Here he comes. But he's real. And very deceiving. But our faith is, is in the Lord and the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so challenges might be, it might be better. You might think, oh, I'll just go fishing again. But he didn't leave Peter there, did he? May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed.